Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline. Get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about horse racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Beccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter, back with you, major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, review, and share. All that stuff helps. We are brought to you by... CH Insurance, Bonnet Sales and Service, Stanley Law Offices, and the Vince Aguera Consulting Group log on today to become a better leader both personally and professionally, vcgtransforms.com. All right, we're moving and shaking the last team out of the NFC South for the individual NFL draft team recaps. It's the Atlanta Falcons. Again, they are still so cursed, so cursed with 23, uh, 28 to 3. And that Super Bowl that they blew against the New England Patriots, it isn't even funny. I feel bad for Falcon fans. I can't believe they blew that game. I, I, I just can't believe it. I mean, Dan Quinn, what a buffoon. I mean, Julio Jones makes that unbelievable catch, and it's just, dude, run the ball. Like, run the ball. It's late third quarter. You got it in the bag. That's it. It's such a shame. It really is when you look at it. When you If you're a Falcon fan, I, I, I'd lose my mind. And, and I think that that kind of changed the course of the franchise history. I really do. Because that was as sure a championship um, that you could you could even ever, 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 ever imagine. And they and they choked. They blew it. Um, let's get to the Falcons here in, in the NFL draft. And, and I know that a lot of people are, um, you know, kind of criticizing this first pick. Um, I'm not. Uh, this is an Arthur Smith offense that already has a ton of weapons. However, the argument that's being made doesn't work for me. Um, the argument against it. Like, oh, well, they already have a ton of picks and you never take a, a, a running back, you know, that, that early, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. They're going to be using him like Debo Samuel. 
you can book it. They're going to be using him like the Bills are going to use Dalton Kincaid. He's going to be used as a running back. He's going to be used with screenplay. He will be used on trick plays out on the boundary. He'll be used in the slot. B. John Robinson. If I recall, for all these people who are criticizing this pick, last I checked, B. John Robinson was, yeah, called the best player in the draft by many pundits, including, I believe, Daniel Jeremiah, who I consider to be the best draft analyst out there. He's considered the best player. So I don't give a rip if you think you might need an O-tackle or if you think you might need a corner or you think you might need just a quarterback to, you know, just have around and play, play, you know, play for fun in the quarterback room with the other guys that you have in terms of Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke, and the rest. Nope. Nope. If you think that B. John Robinson's the best player in the, uh, on the board and the best player in the NFL draft, which many Falcons sp- uh, spokespeople have said, and you think he can drastically change your offense with a head coach who's an absolute offensive wizard, you take B. John Robinson. Six foot, 220, best running back prospect to enter the draft since at least 2018 when the Giants drafted Saquon Barkley, second overall. Patient, instincts, unbelievable balance, strong as hell. Takes more than one guy to get him down. He's a reliable pass catcher with the body control. An easy rookie of the year candidate. He's going to get touches left and right in this offense. And wow, when you think about the um, running back not being a pressing need, considering that uh, Tyler Algier and, of course, Cordell Patterson combined for 1,730 yards, yeah, it's not a pressing need. And there's a strong argument for not taking a back. But you know what? He's different. He fits every and any scheme. He has a great burst. He has eyes for the end zone. And he will be used quite a bit in all these wild situations. He'll be a go-to option right away. Runner, receiver, you can move him around. I love it. I think you add him to that core already. I love it. I love it. I do. That was an eighth overall pick. But you know what? He's He has the talent to be an eighth overall pick. Meanwhile, second round of the draft for the Atlanta Falcons, they got my man, Matthew Bergeron, offensive guard out of Syracuse. This dude is really good, man. He can play either side, 6'5", 325. He's quick off the ball, can root defenders out of those gaps. Awesome, um, awesome run blocker and smooth as it gets as a pass blocker. Flashes the strong punch, and he's got that speed to mirror um, you know, when he kind of anticipates the people coming inside onto him. Relentless dude, loves to get coached, great footwork uh, at times in the run game, but needs some work in the pass game. And he's also started at left and right tackle. So you're getting a guy who is versatile, he can play guard, he can play tackle on either side of the ball. And this one, many people thought, wow, you're trading up type of a thing. It's the pick from Vegas through Indianapolis. Uh, surprise trade up, you know, given the team's solid front on, on the offensive line already. But again, they love the positional flexibility and they love getting a guy like this on a rookie deal. Hats off to the Falcons for recognizing that. And there's no denying the value of Bergeron in that spot. Uh, I love it. And uh, I'm rooting for him, obviously covered him at the Q's and uh, he's just a wonderful kid. And I hope he succeeds in Atlanta. Zach Harrison, defensive end, third rounder. He gets picked by the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, a guy who's 6'7", 280 pounds, just ridiculous length and strength, gets off the blocks. Uh, production didn't quite match the talent in college, but they love his ceiling. They think he can do a lot of different things. Remember, 
Atlanta ranked last in sacks in 2021 and second to last last year. So they've got to get some edge rushers to really, really, really improve here. And uh, I'm in, I'm intrigued by this pick. I think he could be a really dominant force in the NFL. Clark's, Clark Phillips the third out of Utah, a corner taken in the fourth round. Uh, DeMarco Hellams out of Alabama, a safety can never go wrong. Taking a chance uh, with an Alabama kid, an SEC kid, big stage, all the rest late to see if maybe you get the diamond in the rough situation. And then Jovan Gwynn, an offensive guard, adding some more depth to that room. They take him in the seventh round as well. So Atlanta, I, I thought they had a really decent draft. And again, bread will be buttered with Robinson, Bergeron, and Zach Harrison. That is where your bread will be buttered if you're the Atlanta Falcons. But again, division is very winnable. They definitely got guys they wanted. They got guys they needed. They checked a bunch of boxes. And you know what? I can't wait to see what Arthur Smith does with B. John Robinson. Because now what you have is you add him to a room of talented weapons that, you know, again, I'm a little worried about the quarterback position. I think that's maybe where they could get held back from winning the division. But then again, who, you know, who has somebody who stands out as, as a crazy, you know, no doubt about it, 100 times better quarterback than everybody else? Not really anybody, right? I mean, you could argue Derek Carr, but again, it's not like you're arguing Patty Mahomes versus all these guys, right? So the division can be had. I've been talking about it a lot, and I'm going to talk about the Falcons more next on the other side as I look into the roster and kind of where uh, some draft picks will be uh, slotted in and all the rest. Mike Lindsley with you here. It's an Atlanta Falcons NFL draft individual team recap. We are brought to you by our great friends over at Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. My Western New York people, people traveling throughout the state for great beers. Head on over to StumblingMonkeyBeer.com. School Street and Victor, they've got it all. Red Ale, Amber Ale, all the IPAs, seltzers. Join the Mug Club today as well. Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company is the official brewing company of the ML Sports Platter. MLSP back with you, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and CH Insurance. We roll through the Atlanta Falcons and more thoughts here on the draft. And again, Arthur Smith, pretty smart guy, right? I mean, he's an offensive mind, an offensive wizard. And I am wondering how he's, I mean, could you imagine some of these looks, right? You get this guy, and if you know the resume of Arthur Smith, okay, you know that this guy is easily one of the best offensive minds in the game of football. Okay, listen, I'm a Bills fan. I like Sean McDermott. I think he's done great things, right? Building the culture, broke the drought. They've had double-digit win seasons, right? I mean, the Bills are one of the best teams in the NFL. You can't complain about all that. He's a great builder of men, a, team, a great builder of a team, great leader of men, all those things you hear. However, he can only get you so far in the postseason, and we've seen that so far. He got completely outcoached, and they blew a big lead against the Texans. Um, 13 seconds. They came out last year in the playoffs with Cincinnati, and they were completely lifeless and got pushed around. Now, was that basically the result of just an up-and-down, tumultuous year between injuries and Josh Allen's elbow uh, and, 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 and DeMar Hamlin? I mean, maybe. I don't know, but they didn't even show up in that game. And he's a defensive mind. He's conservative. He doesn't let his unicorn you know, quarterback do his job. I mean, they're punting on fourth and two in the playoffs. Those kind of things piss me off as a fan. They piss me off. Arthur Smith is an offensive guy. He's aggressive. He goes for everything that he can go for. He wants to put his offensive guys in the best position. Look at where he's been. Graduate assistant, North Carolina. Defensive quality control coach. Defensive intern, administrative assistant. Right? North Carolina, Red, the Redskins, Ole Miss. Titans, quality control coach on the defensive side. Then he goes to the offensive side for that. Then he does offensive line and tight ends assistant. 
then he's a tight ends coach, then he's a tight ends coach, uh, actually assistant tight ends, now he's just tight ends, right? And then he becomes offensive coordinator, you know, for a couple seasons and in Tennessee, and now he's the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Is anybody else signing up for this Falcons offense when they put a package out there with B.J.? I mean, seriously. Seriously, with Bijan Robinson, you know, running around behind the quarterback, right? Corderell Patterson just lined up behind the quarterback, right? You got Kyle Pitts as a tight end in the slot. Yes, please. Give me some more of that. You know, Drake London, who's already a flat-out star going into year three. I mean, come give me some of this offense. Now, what I will say is next year, and I think they're going to be about a 500 team this year. I mean, I know you can't finish 500, 8-8. It's a 17-game schedule, man. Player safety. Player safety. Player safety. Yeah, 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 for sure. Player safety. Um, you know, I – the quarterback position, again, leaves a lot, a lot out there. I just don't love – I mean, Taylor Heineke, yeah, nice player. He can win you a couple games. Desmond Ritter, we still really haven't seen him uncovered. You know, but again, you got to find an elite quarterback somewhere. You do. You just have to with all these weapons. They're a 500 team this year, I think. Maybe they finish a couple below that. I don't know. But if I'm the Atlanta Falcons and I'm going into, let's say they finish somewhere in that, they're picking, I don't know, in that 13 to 16 range in next year's draft. And I don't know all the capital they've got. But if I'm the Atlanta Falcons and I have an opportunity to just completely blow my whole draft on Caleb Williams from USC, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go out and I am going to just give away literally every pick I've got in next year's draft. And I'm going to give away a couple in the year after to make sure that I'm cemented into the number one spot to get the USC product. Because he is a shade of Patrick Mahomes. I know that's crazy pressure, but that's what people say. A lot of football people who are smarter than me that's what they say. The only thing that's missing as far as this offense is an elite quarterback, a franchise-changing quarterback. Now, maybe Desmond Ritter is that guy, but so far for me, from a skill set standpoint, he looks like nothing more than Dak Prescott. Now, again, he could prove me wrong, but the Falcons' offensive line, okay, coming together, their offensive start, I mean, they're, they're, they're loaded with offensive talent everywhere across the board except for quarterback. Their defense plays with a strange aggression that can stop plays. I, in a way, like their secondary, led by guys like Jeff Okuda. I mean, I really do. I like their secondary. A.J. Terrell going into year five. Yeah. Jesse Bates now. Yeah. At safety. One of the best safeties in the game. Yeah. You know, I like the kid Hawkins out of Cal going into year five. You know, I like Lucas Dennis, the rookie. Some of these guys they picked up, you know. I think they can do it. And they've got this young ho cool kicker. So they're gr- really good on special teams. They can be, they can be potentially tremendous on defense. And they can be, if they can get some kind of a franchise quarterback, one of the best offenses in the NFL. So the South, which is there for the taking right now without an elite quarterback. If they happen to get Caleb Williams, I mean, if you, tr- I would trade the barn. I would give away everything to get him. I think he's one of those dudes. I think he's a Trevor Lawrence. I think he's an Andrew Luck. I think he's a Peyton Manning kind. I think he might be a Patty Mahomes. Now, again, Pat Mahomes falls into a nice spot, right? Kansas City, Andy Reid, tons of weapons, Kelsey, blah, 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 right? Tyree Kill for a few, okay? You know, 
I'm not saying Caleb Williams would come into Atlanta and have it that good, but it's pretty similar. He would have Kyle Pitts. He would have B. John Robinson. He would have Cordell Patterson. He would have Arthur Smith. He would have big-time play callers. He would have great coaching. I mean, I'm telling you right now, if I'm Atlanta, I am zeroing in on that. You know, maybe you finish a game or two over 500. Hell, maybe you win the division at, t- at, at, at 10 and 7. Maybe you win it at, 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 at 9 and 8. You know, you don't know. But even so, I would take every possible pick known to mankind and get Caleb Williams. That's where I'm at with Atlanta. Thought they had a nice draft. But again, until I see something, I mean, Heineke, we already know what he delivers at this point. He's a nice, formidable, backup-type quarterback. Desmond Ritter, we got to uncover more. He's 23 years old going into year three out of Cincinnati. I think maybe this is the year that we'll know, right? We kind of knew last year about Daniel Jones. Like, okay, this is going to be the year that we're going to know. Well, what about the coaching? Yeah, well, the coaching is Brian Dable. He improved big time, but he's not an elite quarterback. We know what he is. He's formidable. And he can be a little bit more formidable in spots because of the coaching. Let's see what Atlanta does this year. I'm intrigued. ML Sports Platter. Thanks for listening. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're all over the major platforms. Thanks to friends of the platform. Of course, the Swan and Whitaker families, the Alonzo family, Daryl Aber, and Bob Lindsley. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. Stanley Law Offices, the title sponsor of the ML Sports Platter. And a tip of the cap, thank you as well to St. Bonaventure University online master's uh, programs, Rosie's Corner, Camilla's Golf Club, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and Welch and Company Jewelers. Hey, engagement rings, wedding rings, you name it. They've got bracelets and necklaces. Over three decades of experience, you can ask the experts at welchjewelers.com. Welchjewelers.com. They have jewelry inspection and cleaning, special uh, specials and events, shop the showcase, customized jewelry, you name it. The best brands in jewelry, pendants, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. Welch and Company Jewelers. Welchjewelers.com. Shop the showcase today. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.